Hi everyone, this is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. Today's topic is on networking. So networking is something really important, and I know a lot of people talk about it and say it, you know, networking is important, but I want to talk about the importance of it, how to do it properly, uh, so that you have genuine and lasting connections, and how to apply it. And networking is something that's applicable to a lot of people. And I know right now there's a lot of women entrepreneurs starting their businesses and looking to grow or expand or uh, you know, being entrepreneurs. Networking is so important for people that are pursuing that route. Networking is important really for anybody, anybody that is doing anything, even if it's not business related, even if you want to be a teacher or you have a digital you know, marketing company or you work for somebody, networking is so important. So we'll just kind of start with what networking is. Um, what is a network, right? It's a you know, group of relationships or contacts or, um, you know, group of people that are in your circle that you may know. And some will engage in various network activities, right? Networking activities. And, you know, you can go, um, you know, a lot of times there could be a mixer somewhere. And so people will go to network at the mixer. And how do people network? Um, I remember the first time that I you know, really started networking was back in college. Um, I went to USC and USC is known for their network. And it's it's something, it's a value of the school. Um, And they ingrain networking into how we are and who we are as people. And I was in the accounting school, 11th School of Accounting, and um, they would come up with these... uh, events called meet the firms so they would bring all of the top firms to the school and they'd have like a mixer and then all the students would you know get dressed up and then start networking so I remember the first time that you know that was probably the first time I ever quote-unquote networked was at a meet the firms event and so you have you know VPs of Ernst & Young and at the time Arthur Anderson um, was the number one um, accounting firm uh, which since they've had their fall after the Enron scandal, so they're actually now just a tax practice, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, PricewaterhouseCoopers, PwC, um, you know, Deloitte, all these firms were there. And so, uh, you know, you had associates there, you had, um, you know, vice presidents, executives, and your job was to network. And so we'd walk around, sometimes we'd pass out resumes, we'd introduce ourselves, we'd make those connections. And um, some people, a lot of times, will go to network events for the goal of networking and being on the receiving end of it. You know, you have come. You know, you have people walk up to you, say hello, shake your hand, say a quick nice thing, make a little joke, and then hand you a card and ask for your card. And that's kind of a. It's it's to me, it's a little bit of a of, of a lower level networking, and there's there's different tiers of networking, so. For example, some people will attend network events for the purpose of collecting as many business cards as they can, and they'll use that to create a mailing list. And then they'll just start, you know, email blasting you stuff. And there's a strategy to that. So I'm not talking necessarily of that type of networking. That's a little bit more marketing, I would say. 
Um, I'm talking about networking more specifically geared towards relationship building. And that's the true networking. The true network, it's you're really not networking at all. Um, you're building lasting relationships. So for example, um, there's the mixer style and those those are kind of difficult to be honest with you because you're going in cold, you're, you know, people's guards can be up. And so it's about forming a relationship with somebody at a network event. Um, your intentions matter. So you might go like, what is your intention? You have to know what your intention is. So for example, let's say that you go, let's say that you have a business and you go to a business trade organization and you walk into that organization and you're looking to network and you want contacts. So you start introducing yourself to people, have a quick two or three second conversation, maybe exchange business cards. Now what are you going to do with that? Right? Are you going to email them after? Are you going to call them after? And then what? Right? And why should this, everyone's time is very limited and valuable. Why should this person talk to you? So it's important to have the right intention for your network. So for example, it might be better to know what you want to get out of that event before you go. So let's say I might go to an event and I might think to myself, I want to meet a digital marketing person. Um, I want to meet somebody in a women empowerment uh, group. Um, So let's say those are my two objectives. So I'll go and I'll introduce myself through the room and I'll say hi to somebody. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Arzo. This is what I do. What do you do? They'll start talking. They'll start chatting. They might tell me what they do. It may or not be the right fit. I might move on to the next person until I find somebody that fits what it is that I'm there to do, which is someone that maybe does digital marketing and maybe somebody that is from a women empowerment group. So we'll start chatting. And when you're networking, you want to think about how you can offer value to somebody else. So let's say that I ended up meeting somebody from another women empowerment group. We'll start chatting. I'll learn about what their organization's about. And it may or may not be a fit for me. Let's say it ends up being a fit. Um, Let's say they have a good group and it'd be a good opportunity for me to come and present, do a presentation, let's say, to talk about um, the causes that, you know, Sexy Boss Babe supports. Um, Now, other groups like that, what would be the benefit for their group, right? A lot of times they're looking for speakers. Sometimes they're looking for people to sponsor their gift bags. So knowing those things already, um, I will ask if what their groups are looking for, what upcoming events they have. So I find a way to um, offer some kind of a benefit. And that's what you always want to start with. You want to start with finding ways to provide a benefit to the other person. Um, once they know the benefit, they're more inclined to want to work with you or, um, you know, start that relationship. Sometimes it's not that straightforward where you get to the meat of what it is right off the bat. And again, this is that kind of like network mixer type of a setting, which is different than other ways of, of networking. So that's, that's one example. Another example is let's say you work at a company, you have a job, and you're looking to get promoted eventually. Unfortunately, the reality is is that oftentimes most people will not get promoted just on merit and productivity alone. Um, 
a lot of times people that end up moving ahead are people that have the relationships with the right people and the right decision makers. So if you are in a career and you're there for the long run, it behooves you to quote unquote network. And why I say quote unquote, um, it's about relationship building. And the stronger relationships are the more authentic relationships. So it behooves you to, at most um, companies and corporations have uh, different um, groups within the organization. So they might have like a diversity group or a leadership group. And if you are looking to stay at your job or that company for the long term, um, it's important to get involved in those extracurricular groups because that's how you're going to build those extra relationships and you're going to build friendships with people in other departments. And when there is an opportunity for advancement, when you know about it, someone can speak positively on your behalf if they know you and they've spent time with you and they trust you because you guys have an existing relationship. So that's kind of like what that what that true, um, you know, networking is about. And it's just, it's really about knowing people and having relationships, which we all do. We have our friends, we have our family, we have relationships with people. So we all know how to have relationships. So now it's extending that out into our businesses and in our, in our careers. Um, I like to have genuine relationships. So, and those genuine relationships take time to build, right? So a lot of times that's volunteering um, for, you know, a cause that you're passionate about. You'll get to meet so many people just doing that. Um, I've met so many amazing, amazing people, um, you know, working at different charity organizations that I've been a part of. And it's a great way for people to get to know you, get to know what you're about, know your values, um, get to know your character. And vice versa. When you're working on a project together, you get to know them too. Um, and people like to do business with people that they like, people that they know, people that they trust. Because at the end of the day, if somebody is going to introduce you to somebody else, they're not going to do it if they don't know you. They're not going to do it if they don't trust you. So it's about that um, that relationship building that will open the doors um, in other ways. So how do you now start, right? Um, you could start from anywhere. You could start from the existing people that you know. I, I know a friend of mine who um, recently left her job to pursue her passion and she was looking for speaking opportunities. And so she reached out to her old boss and she said, hey, this is now what I'm working on. Um, I'm looking to get in front of, you know, a, a group of people to talk about this. And she's already built that relationship and it was an authentic relationship. It was a working relationship. They knew each other for years. And he said, you know what? I actually know the pastor of this big church with like 7,000 people. Let me introduce you to that person and set up a meeting. So easy. And it's not inauthentic. It's real. So that's the other really most important thing that I also want to say is be authentic, be genuine, and be real too. Um, and, and it really only works when you are authentic. Um. And so then, you know, she ended up getting that, that opportunity. 
So it's like that in a lot of other ways. Let's say that you want to be a teacher and you want to work at a particular school. So what do you need to do? You need to go to school. You need to um, get your get your credentials. And then what are you going to do? Apply at that school. Um, And you may or may not get a job. But let's say that you make friends with people at that school or you know somebody there and you build those relationships and you volunteer at their bake sales and you do things like that and you start establishing relationships with people at a school that you want to eventually end up at, right? And those relationships um, take time to build. And so now when you're ready to apply for that job or, you know, want to, you know, there's an opening, now you have your credentials and you're ready and you say, hey, you know, talk to the principal of the school or, you know, whoever is the person that's hiring. If there's any upcoming opportunities, I'm finishing up school at this time, um, you know, I'd love to be considered. And because people know you, because people have seen your um, work ethic in a, in a different way, you might be more likely to get that opportunity. So a lot of people... Um, a lot, there's a lot of people that kind of don't like to do that. There's a lot of people that just want to, you know, hey, I just, you know, if I'm good enough for the job, I should get hired. I, I wish that the world worked that way. It just doesn't. So, um, and, and, and sometimes you do get hired just on that particular thing. Like, you know, maybe you were the best person for the job. Um, and that's great. And that's awesome. And I wish that was always the case. But it's not often the case. It just isn't. It's just not how the world works. So in order to be able to find advancement and move forward and get to where you want to go, you have to know how to do that. And part of that is through your relationships. So um, take the skill that you already have and that you already know, which is being able to be friends with people and... Um, leverage that same thing to your goals and where you want to be in life. And I know some people think, well, networking's fake and I don't want to have to like be fake. You don't have to be fake. Um, There's a lot, there's great people everywhere. So build relationships with people that you actually like. Don't build relationships with people that you don't like, people that you don't want to be around um, or people that, you know, you you only just want to be friends with this one person because, um, you know, because they're the gatekeeper to, you know, that particular, uh, you know, goal you have, um, make sure it's a real relationship, you know, and because faking a relationship, you're faking a relationship. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort and it's disingenuous and you're not going to feel good about yourself. So, There's been times where, you know, I've had jobs and, you know, I've had to network with people and I, you know what, I actually remember this one time where, um, this is when I did business development for, um, in, in the legal industry and there was a lawyer that he was, um, he had a small practice, but he had a lot of cases and for the, for the industry that I was in, that's what I was after. I was after, um, getting clients that were lawyers that had a lot of cases and that were busy um, that's who I sold my products and services to. So this particular lawyer was that, um, but he was kind of a jerk. 
and he was a jerk to my coworker, and he was obnoxious, and I just thought to myself, I'm like, I, I cannot, like, it doesn't matter how many cases this guy gives me, I cannot do business with him. And so um, I didn't, you know, I could have, but the relationship 100% would have been fake. Um, I would have faked being nice to him. I would have faked, you know, every interaction that I had with him. And that's not who I want to be. And it's not a good feeling either. So um, doing it the right way, it's a little harder. You know what I mean? Because you might have, you know, one person in a room of, of, of 30 or 50 that you actually may like. And the next part of it is have patience. Not everything's going to happen right away. You know, relationships take time. So it doesn't mean that, you know, having the right relationship is going to get you exactly where you want to go. Um, it may not. Um, and it may, but it may not happen right now. It may happen in five years from now. And I know some people that they kind of do their little network thing and they'll start building the connection and I'm on the receiving end of it sometimes and I think, oh, cool, you know, I met this really nice person. Then they make their ask like really quick and it's a big ask and it's like, you know what, like I don't know you, I just met you. Like I'm not going to go and, you know, introduce you to this, you know, person that I know that, you know, it took me years to build that relationship, someone that I trust and I'm going to introduce, you know, this new person that I don't even know. I don't know what kind of work quality you have. I don't know your character. I don't know. So why would I bring you into my network, right? Um, and that's off-putting. So you also don't want to be that person either. You literally want to have patience. You want to be calm and build, take the time to build the real authentic relationships and then let them flourish. And you may not, um, and, and in sales, for example, because a lot of businesses, you know, your job is to sell. You may not get the sale right away. Um, you may ask for it. You may not. Um, and so what do you do if somebody doesn't buy your service? Do you just kind of like be over it and, and you know, put them on the, on, the, on the do not call list? Or do you say, hey, they might not be a sale today, but they might be a sale tomorrow. And again, thinking from a resource perspective, making sure that you're always a resource for people is really helpful too. So it's like, let me be a resource for this person. So when they have the need for my service, they'll think of me. And, you know, this kind of crosses a little bit into sales and business. Um, But it's the same kind of thing because it's about relationship building and networking. It's it's all kind of the same. Um, whether it's with your clients, whether it's with your contacts, whether it's, you know, you know, those those different friendships. So think about the importance of, you know, I, I don't even like to be honest with you, I don't like the word networking. Um, it, it it's really about relationship building. Um and I had a client who I did business with and we provided good service. So they enjoyed working with us and I made sure to always touch base with that client. And at some point there was an opportunity in the nonprofit that I was working on to bring that person on. And because we've now established a year of working together in a business capacity and we built trust with each other, 
um, this person was open to joining the nonprofit that I was a part of. And now we brought this like amazing, you know, heavy hitter into this nonprofit. And they started fundraising and leveraging their contacts. And we were able to raise a lot of money for this nonprofit. And then through working together for as long as we did, we developed a, a real friendship. And it wasn't just a business, um, you know, business working relationship. We developed a, a real friendship and there was, there was a lot of trust and advice and mentorship sometimes even. So, and that wasn't necessarily planned. It was the way things just, just kind of where the chips fell. So it's, it's, it's about that. And that's why I don't like to call it networking. Um, so this person is now in my network, though. So, and we we have a solid, solid friendship. If this person ever needs anything from me, I'm happy to do it. If I ever need anything from that person, they're happy to help me. Um, because we're all we're all going to be in a position where we need something um, in our business, or there's a person we we need to meet, or get in touch with, or need advice, and we want to be around people that um, we can lean on and they can lean on us. And the more often it's authentic, um, the, the better the juice is, you know? So think about it like that and, and just be patient, you know? Don't be the guy that just, you know, walks into a meeting and asks for a card. I don't even like to give cards to people like that. I'm like, I don't want you to have my contact information. Um, take the time. Take the time. Um, and you know, I've been doing it since, since I was very young (laughs) and when I was very, and you can tell when someone is a quote unquote new networker or somebody that's new in business, you could tell, um, because they make those, those little mistakes and, and it's okay. You know, it's, you know, that's, that, that's okay too. Um, and, and it takes time to learn. And, you know, my girlfriend and I, uh, we were friends in high school. She became kind of like my best friend in high school. And we used to do a lot of, we were both so like ambitious and we were always just, we always wanted to just, um, you know, excel in business. And we just always had that mind for it. And, um, we had a candy business and we wrote up a little contract and we had one of our teachers like be the witness and like sign our little contract. And we, we would sell candy to, to kids at school. And then later we, um, we started a makeup artistry business actually, um, uh, and this is back when before like being a makeup artist became popular. This was like in the nineties. And, um, so, you know, I, I remember the first, you know, we got this really big job one time to do the makeup at the Emmys and we were just, we were these like young kids and it was really cool and exciting for us. Um, but you know, my point is, is like, we've been practicing, I've been practicing since I was really young and we would have her dad, her dad would pick us up after school and we had signed up for these like business classes, these like and it was outside of high school. We were 14 and it was through like, um, I want to not ROTC, but like one of those, like, you know, it's free to sign up and it's through one of those like nonprofit organizations that like provide free different, you know, types of workshops and services. So her dad would pick us up. We would sign up for him. We would find these classes. Then her dad would pick us up, drop us off. Um, and we take these workshops on how to network how to, you know, how to put a resume together, you know, so there's all these like different classes. And so we would start. And I remember for the longest time, anytime I went anywhere, I I had no business. I had no, I didn't know, you know, I didn't have a job or anything, but I knew it was important <laughs> to meet people, collect business cards. And again, this is when I was new at all this. So I would do that. I would talk to people, make those relationships, 
um, you make those connections. And then by the end of it, you know, I'd ask for a business card and I would, I would get the person's business card. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I was young, you know, I just knew I needed to practice at this. And I had boxes and boxes filled with business cards. And I remember I would go through them and I started learning to, to write a note on the back of the business card to help me remember who the person was. And I will tell you some of these boxes I've kept just as like little mementos for myself. And I'll open those boxes you know, 20 years later, 25 years later, and I'll look through and I'll look through at these cards and I remember exactly who the person was, where I met them. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, I just remember the card or it was the little note that I wrote on the back of it. And that's the other thing too, is if you are meeting people for the first time, it always helps to write, um, a memorable notes to remind you of that interaction. Um, and you know, so, I, I did that for years with with no end goal other than the fact that getting in the habit and the practice of it. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, then it became, you know, just a very natural thing. So that's why when I do go to mixers and, you know, I get someone that comes up to me for like two seconds, talks to me and asks for a card. It's like, it's like we didn't even make a connection, you know, <laughs> and you're asking for a card, you know, why are you going to call me? Like you haven't shown me any value of why I should give you my card. Um, so I know it's like a rookie thing. Again, nothing wrong with it. You know, this could be his, you know, like, you know, the same thing that I did it when I was 14 and 15 and I just go talk to people to collect business cards. Maybe that's what he's doing. And, and that's okay. You know, um, I'm just a harder sale. <laughs> um, but regardless, you know, it's, it's good to be in practice. And, um, and again, you know, it's about, think of it as, um, not speed dating. Think of it as a long-term relationship and think of it as any kind of relationship, right? At the core, we're all people, right? We're people. We, you know, generally speaking, good people have the same kind of values, right? We all want to be around good people. We all, we all want to be around positive people. Um, and people like generosity. So be a resource, be generous of what you're going to offer, um, and, and, and I always like to give first, you know, I, I, I do, um, without expecting anything in, in return. I just, it's just by nature who I am as a person. Um, and it just, you know, it comes back to you anyways, maybe not from that person, but from another way, it somehow comes back to you. So it's, it's not a bad way of, of doing things, you know, and, and, you know, at the same time, be mindful of having boundaries. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, you don't want to be a doormat. So when I say be generous, I'm not saying be a doormat. I'm not saying give people hours and hours of free services to be generous. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, you know, um, it could be um, finding out what it is that they're into and um, maybe throwing them a bone um, just that one time, you know. Uh, and it could be as simple when I say generous, it could be as simple as writing a card saying it was nice to meet you, a handwritten card saying it was really nice to meet you. Um, would love to grab a cup of coffee, you know, when you have some time sending off that card, that's an act of generosity because how many people after meeting somebody, um, takes the time to sit down and write a handwritten card, not very many people. So when someone receives that, think about the last time you received a card in the mail. Like, think about that, you know? You probably haven't, and if you did, it was from your grandmother, right? And you thought, you know, like, oh, you know, your grandma probably sends you a card on your birthday every year. So 
people just don't do that and people forget how that makes people feel. It's a very special thing and people keep their cards. Like as as a as as an example, I'm actually really I don't take a lot of things like seriously into heart, but I'm actually very sentimental and I'm sentimental on those really little things, you know. I'm not super materialistic. I'm not someone that has to have every, you know, everything and people have to buy me presents, but when people have given me cards, I keep them. And recently I was just looking through some old boxes and stuff at cards that people have given me. I kept cards from like high school when I was, you know, freshman in high school. And, and actually I went through my cards from like years and years and years, right? Um, almost 30 years worth. God, it makes me think of how old I am. (laughs) And I remember there was one particular friend who I don't spend a lot of time with, but she's been my friend since high school. And I noticed like so many little notes and cards from her over the years, over the decades. And they were just, it was so sweet. And I thought to myself, I'm like, my God, I'm like, that's how lucky am I to just have this like friend that's been consistent throughout my whole life. And it it moved me to just want to let her know. And we're so busy, our schedules, you know, it's just been hard for us to kind of get together sometimes. So I sat down at my desk and I wrote her an actual card, a handwritten card of telling her thank you and acknowledging our friendship and appreciating it and and saying like, you know, how, how lucky am I that, you know, she's... She's been part of my life all these years. And and then just being able to like have those little memories, you know, that that card, like keeping it all those years and like reading it, it gives me a feeling of nostalgia. And um, so I sent that to her with, you know, with a small little gift, um, you know, nothing crazy, just just a little something out of the blue, just to let her know that she's appreciated. And, um, and, and that's, that's what I mean by acts of generosity. You know, people are going to do for you. Don't forget about other people's acts of generosity. And she's been very kind and generous to me throughout my life. And that was just a small way of me letting her know that she's appreciated and she's valued to me. Um, and it's the same thing with, with, with other, you know, business relationships and things. It's, it's the same exact thing, whether it's a new person that you meet, um, whether it's an existing, you know, person that you've had in your life for a while, um, you know, just, you know, um, small little gestures like that, it really goes a long way. Um, and, and, you know, and that's, you know, that's the other part of, you know, you want to be genuine and authentic. It makes it easier. You know, there's, you don't have to fake anything. Um, it comes from your heart. So, um, and, and, you know, think about the relationships that you have that are authentic and that are heartfelt relationships. Those are the, probably your favorite relationships, right? So, um, build, keep building. And in it, bottom line, it just comes down to being a good person and being a nice person, you know, and, um, most of us are. So it's, you know, it's not that difficult. So, um, and one quick, easy way just to, just to pivot from that, um, or just to add on that, think about all the people that you know in your life that you still are in contact with bosses, past bosses, coworkers, make a list and just start there and, um, send everyone a handwritten note. Hey, it's been a while. I haven't seen or talked to you. I hope you're doing well. That's it. It's that easy. So I hope this um, episode has been helpful for you. Um, I hope that I've shared some things that you can take with you uh, to help you in your business and your personal life and your career. And um, 
as you guys know, we have a contest this season for every, on every Tuesday. So last week's cost, contest winner is Jackie Lutz. Jackie, thank you so much uh, for DMing us. And um, just so you guys know, to enter the contest, uh, we'll pick another winner next Tuesday. On next Tuesday's podcast, the winner will be announced. Um, what you do is go on our podcast, subscribe and write a comment. Take a screenshot, post it, tag us at the sexy boss babe and uh, once we have that we'll enter you into the contest and then uh, the winner will be picked and announced next week and you will get a free little goodie uh, prize so you will get a box of sexy boss babe nails and one other surprise item and it could be either as an item from stila or an item uh from the brow gals um so it'll be a surprise and you'll just have to wait and see so super easy Um, and that's pretty much it. So thank you guys so much for joining another episode of the Sexy Boss Babe podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us, uh, free, feel free to follow us on Instagram at the sexy boss babe, or check out our website, www.sexybossbabe.com. Have an amazing uh, rest of your week. And don't forget, we've got another episode on Wednesday. Thanks guys. One last thing, guys. As a reminder, we're a social impact company. And for every purchase of a Sexy Boss Babe product, we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system. And 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help. And before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign using the hashtag SBB movement. You can help us raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening.